0: Welcome to episode 34, Red Flags. Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacy Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself Interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. I see posts and reels on red flags all over Instagram. I'm sure you do too. And I agree with some of them and I don't agree with some of them because. All a red flag is, is someone's thought about someone or a certain behavior, someone's opinion about relationships. Red flags, by definition, are warning signs, but we don't all worry about and want to be warned about the same things. Our brains are always like looking for ways to protect us and keep us out of harm's way and keep us alive. But still, red flags are just thoughts about something that may or may not lead to a relationship that we don't want. When we label someone's actions as a red flag, we are interpreting their actions. And our interpretation of their actions are our thoughts about their actions. I was just in New York City with my mom all week and talking to her about outlining this podcast. And she came up with these red flags about herself. She likes tons of alone time. When she travels without my dad, which she does most of her traveling without him, she sends only a few like sporadic texts, maybe a couple pics, but she doesn't call. She likes to be in charge, like really in charge and to be the one in control and have things done like her way most of the time. And when she feels hurt, she gets like snarky and withdraws and acts. Angry, anger is easier than hurt for her. And I'm sure for you, some of my mom's behaviors would be red flags. But for my parents who adore each other and have been like happily married for 56 years, it works. So please know like preferences and deal breakers, wants and dislikes, red flags are personal to you. And you, me, and everybody has things about us that would be considered red flags to some people. Most people think like love bombing and moving fast is a big old huge red flag. For me, I was like, of course they're doing this. I'm awesome. And Greg and I went fast and it worked for us. For others, it's a red flag moving too fast and something must be wrong with you. I also still text with my exes a big red flag, according to a lot of people on Instagram. Think about drugs. Drug use is a huge red flag for a lot of people. And for other people, they may want someone who will do some mushrooms or molly or coke with them sometimes. Drinking is another one. Some people's red flag is like someone who is sober. Some people, a red flag is someone who has more than a couple drinks a week. And some people want someone that loves cocktails and wants to go cocktailing with them. Think about religion. Being religious is a must-have for some of you and a red flag for others. For me, I asked a lot of questions when someone was religious because my brain worried about them being homophobic and someone being homophobic was a deal breaker for me. So at first, my spidey senses were like, religious, Mm, maybe a red flag, note to explore. Political leanings are big red flags for a lot of people. Are they too left for you? Are they too right for you? our brain loves to jump to conclusions. It's wired to protect us by looking for everything and anything that could possibly go wrong. Our brains like to make things like efficient and sometimes we'll categorize some behaviors as red flags to be like on the safe side. Our brain is like, it's safer to think the stick is a snake than to not see the snake. I think in dating, instead of analyzing them or being on high alert for red flags, the more useful thing to do is strengthen our skills in these following areas. One, getting clear on what you want and don't want in a relationship. Then as you get to know the person, you are seeing if they want what you want and show up in a way that makes it easier for you to feel the way you want to, like in your future partnership. Like you're setting your GPS for organic, nutrient-dense foods at Whole Foods. So you drive by McDonald's because it's not what you want. And if you want like a monogamous relationship, you drive by the guy that isn't sure what they want. So instead of labeling like their behavior as bad or red flag, know what you want in a future partner and opt out when the person doesn't match your preferences and desires for what you want in life and in a relationship. You can be out just because you want something different than they do. If how they are showing up, like, let's say, sending mixed signals on wanting something serious with you, you can just be out simply because you want a serious long-term relationship with someone who wants it with you. Go listen to episode one to get clear on and build your skill of knowing what you want in a relationship. Number two, stay curious as you get to know them and are collecting nuggets of like, intel on them. That's like what dating is all about. Learning about each other and seeing if you're a fit. Staying curious, asking questions, not assuming. If it's not an obvious deal breaker for you, maybe when you sense a red flag, you can use it to have a conversation to get a deeper understanding of them, like how they think and why they show up the way they do. They may say something that sounds like a red flag to you, So ask for clarification. Share what your brain is making what they said mean and ask them what they meant. Ask them to like elaborate. Your brain wants to be efficient. So it is naturally going to make assumptions and fill in the blanks. It takes courage to ask some follow-up questions, strengthen that skill of the courage of curiosity. Number three, speaking up about your preferences and setting boundaries. Letting them know what you want and what you're looking for? Making requests, staying curious and observing how they respond to these requests and what you want. Does how they communicate and respond to your desires and wants and preferences feel good to you? Does it make it easy for you to feel like seen, heard and understood? Let's say you like to take it slow and they are racing into a relationship with you at the speed of light. People are gonna show up the way they show up We don't have control over them, but we do have control over communicating the speed that feels comfortable for us. People fall in like and in love at different speeds. So if someone wants to be committed before it feels good to you, you get to have that conversation with them. It could sound something like, hey, I like you, but I prefer to spend some more time getting to know you before becoming exclusive. Or hey, I like to explore our connection over like the next two or three months before before we make it exclusive. Would that work for you? What are your thoughts about it? Or if you want to explore the connection in the container of exclusivity, speak up about that. Or if you want to spend more time together than is happening, the conversation could sound like, I like you and I'm excited to get to know you and seeing each other like one or two times a week for like the first couple months feels best for me. Then get curious and ask them their thoughts are about the pace that you're suggesting, you're going to get to know so much about them from the response. Your control in the situation is setting boundaries with them and speaking up about your wants and preferences around the speed in which you want to get to know them. You can choose a pace in regards to the number of times you see them in a week or the amount of texting you do on a daily or weekly basis. This is a great opportunity to speak up for yourself dial down the people pleasing and show up authentically. Your person may want to go fast and you want to go slower. Navigating that conversation and possibly like negotiating a compromise is a great way to know each other and see how you can handle like differences and see how they respond to your request. Experiencing firsthand how you can find compromises that feel good to both of you. Maybe the nugget of growth here is for you to like stand up for what you want. These conversations may feel hard, I understand, and scary for you, but with the right person, they are such an opportunity to like deepen your connection. And if you just like automatically think red flag, I'm out, you may miss a good person that just prefers a different pace than you do. Go listen to episode 16 to build your boundary skills and episode 24 to dial down your people pleasing. Number five, not beating your past self up for missing red flags. Notice if you're using like quote red flags to beat up your past self. Like I think we often use them to beat up ourselves. Like we should have seen the signs. How could we have been so blind and stupid? We're destined to miss the signs again. Or we shame our friends to their face or behind their backs. I mean, duh, all the signs were there. She should have seen them. You, me, and everyone else are like in this experiment called life. We are all learning and growing from our relationships and those situationship experiences. Be kind to yourself and that friend. We are all learning different lessons at different times. And our brains are evolved to judge. It's human of all of us to do this. And when we catch like our judgy brain lovingly redirect your brain to something that moves it to something that's more productive, like how you want to feel and show up in your next relationship, how you want to show up for a friend who is in or like was in a hard relationship. We can all use these experiences where we like ignored like, quote, red flags to get clear on the behaviors and traits we definitely want to have in our next relationship and the ones that we want to avoid. The type of behaviors we definitely don't want to have in our next relationship versus like beating up our past self for something that's already happened that we can't go back in time and change. Learning to have your own back even when you missed like a quote red flag. For this skill, go listen to episode 14, Who's Got Your Back? And please note, Verbal and physical abuse are not okay. I'm assuming you're safe. And I think that 80% of our focus should be on us, how we feel around them, how we feel when we're not around them. Are we being treated how we want to be treated? Are they aligned with the relationship and life we want to co-create? When we're really paying attention to what we want to be treated lovingly, respectfully, kindly by someone who is ready, willing, and wanting to be in a relationship, we will be avoiding the red flags. I think the big message I'm trying to give is focus on what you want to bring in because like the saying goes, where our attention goes, our energy flows. I will put links to all the episodes I mentioned in the show notes. I love you. Go get them and build those skills as you do. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call and let's go find your person.